Do you have trouble making decisions like whether to continue listening to this episode? I'll make it easy for you. You're going to listen and you're going to get a ton of value from it. Let's go. If there's anything I've learned from my time caring for the seriously ill, it's to appreciate the extraordinary gift of this thing we call life. Hi, I'm Dr. Kathy Zhang, palliative care physician, author, and speaker. And my goal is to bring the clarity, purpose, and meaning often found at the end of life to help you live your best and most fulfilling existence now. I truly believe everyone on this planet has a purpose, and it's my mission to help you filter out the noise and discover yours. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to jump right in. Usually there's a little talk, there's a little chit chat, talking about how I feel, how you're feeling, the weather, none of that. We're going to jump right into today's topic, which is the topic of indecision and decision-making. This is a topic that I struggle with a lot and I have struggled with in the past, but I have jumped light years ahead because of the things I'm about to share with you in this episode. Okay. So strap your seatbelts in. We're going for it. So indecision, definition, the inability to make a decision quickly. And I'll tell you a story. When I first went out on a date, or maybe one of the very, very early dates with my now husband, we went to the Union Square Christmas market, holiday market. And we stopped by a shop. And I've said this before in one of my other episodes, we stopped by a shop and I wanted to get a wallet. And I literally could not decide which wallet I wanted. First of all, I had to choose the wallet that I wanted. There were so many different sizes, so many different shapes. And then once I decided, okay, this is the wallet that meets my qualifications, my specifications, excuse me, then I had to choose a colorway. And I was like, oh my God, how am I going to choose this? Literally, it took me probably upwards of 30 minutes at that one shop in the middle of winter with someone that I was still sort of getting to know. It wasn't really my best light in a sense, but you know, he stuck around. So I, I guess it worked out. But what the point that I'm trying to illustrate here is that so many of us are plagued by indecision all the time over little things and over very big things. So let's break it down. Okay. When it comes to indecision, my therapist actually helped me really break this down and helped me actually see that indecision is a form or a manifestation of anxiety. So trust me, I have done the therapy so that maybe I can save you a little bit of time on your own. All right. So for me, what it was and what it continues to be every once in a while is the thought that you know what, I, how am I going to figure this out? How am I going to choose? Because there's one, so many options. And two, what if I choose the wrong option, right? Does this sound familiar? Maybe a little bit. I know it sounds familiar because we all do this. We're all human and it just happens. And therein also lies the issue where you feel like 
whatever choice you make, one, you're not entirely sure if you made the right one. And two, even if you did make a choice, you're like, well, am I just going to regret this because maybe I made the wrong one? And then you ruminate and ruminate and becomes this cycle of anxiety and despair and analysis paralysis, right? Which is so huge for so many of us. And one of the things actually was really interesting to me when I was doing, when I was reading articles about this kind of stuff and just reading in general was the kind of biological mechanisms or the reasons why some of us are more predisposed to indecision and indecisiveness than others, let's say specifically males or females. And here's the thing, evolutionarily speaking, women have a larger corpus callosum in our brain. And that is a structure in the brain that connects the two hemispheres, the left and the right hemisphere. And so for women, that is biologically more developed because in prehistoric times, we were the ones that had to be aware and what they call diffused awareness of what the kids are doing and you know what the men are off doing and seeing if there's predators around, et cetera. And so then all of that comes into our sensory awareness and it's great for keeping us alive. But when it comes to modern day decision-making, it can be a real pain in the butt. Okay. And I love actually this article and I'm going to put it in the show notes. It's an article from Time Magazine and it was a few years ago and it struck me so much back then that I still remember parts of this article and I had to look it up today to be able to talk about it. They wrote an article about sexism for transgender men, meaning people who were born and raised as female, but then transitioned to become men later on in life. And what's super interesting is that these they interviewed some transgender men and they were saying about their experiences before and after. So, you know, how they experienced sexism in the workplace before and how it changed afterwards, you know, how People would doubt them and always ask them questions when they were presenting as women in the workplace beforehand. But then after they transitioned, they would just get all these accolades and respect and just be promoted for essentially being the same exact employee that they were just presenting as a different gender. Another one that relates to this is decision-making. And one person was saying how he felt different after transitioning by taking testosterone. There were some psychological changes that came with the medical transition and that they felt that they were thinking more clearly and felt more decisive. And I'm going to read this quote. Before he transitioned, he says he used to spend 45 minutes debating which pasta sauce to buy, which vegetables were the freshest. And he said, I would stand there and look at the different varieties of yogurt, he recalls. Now I just grab one. I'm looking for utility. I don't second guess myself. As a female, there was black and white and everything in between. When I started taking the hormones, it was more black and white. And then listen to this. If I get into a disagreement with someone at work, I don't have that feeling afterwards of, oh, I hope I didn't hurt his or her feelings. 
I'm not a warrior as much as I was in the female body. And endocrinologists have anecdotally seen the same in their patients who are who have transitioned as well, even though the evidence seems to be a little bit lacking. But it just makes you think, right? If it's partially biologic, okay, it just feels a little bit more normalizing to be like, oh, you know, it's not, maybe it's not just me. Maybe part of this is because of my hormones, my natural physiology, and just years and years and hundreds of millions of years of evolution. And then you're like, all right, okay. So that explains some of it, but does that mean that we're beholden to this, that we can never change? No, of course not. So let's get a little bit deeper, all right? So step one of trying to get a little bit more decisive with our everyday lives and again, little actions bleed into bigger actions. So if we can make better, quicker, faster decisions with the little things, imagine how that translates when we bring that out to the things that really, really, truly matter. And this is coming from someone who, again, once did that at the Union Square holiday market, but also, also, I once was buying, (laughs) I was once buying a thermometer, a kind of meat digital thermometer. And they also threw in one of these things where like, if you purchase this much, we'll give you a free rubber spatula to go with it. And again, I shit you not, probably 45 minutes trying to decide number one, which thermometer I wanted, which color of the thermometer I wanted. And it came in like yellow, blue, red, orange, green, purple, and like maybe white or something like that. And then I couldn't figure out what color spatula I wanted. I was like, do I want them both to match or do I want different colors? But if I get different colors, is it going to match with my other utensils? But I have a lot of red cookware. Is that going to work? Or like, and then I know you think about this right now and you're listening to it and your sounds like that sounds absolutely preposterous. It sounds ridiculous. Why would you spend 45 minutes thinking about that? But literally this was my life. Okay. Years ago. And I know, I know I'm not alone. And I know some of you out there feel exactly the same way. And then you think to yourself, like, what is wrong with me? Like literally what is wrong with me. I spent an hour trying to figure this out when I could have been doing 6,000 other things. Trust me, nothing is wrong with you. Okay. But let's try to get a little bit better about decision-making. So step number one, as with anything is awareness. Okay. So here's the thing. You're not indecisive and I told you at the beginning that there's when there were going to be some hard truths about this. And here's the hard truth. Are you ready? Indecision is a decision. You heard? Indecision is a decision. And I want to take full credit for this, but I wish I could. But my coach has also helped me realize this. And so here's the thing. I want you to think about your entire day. And how many decisions you actually make on a day-to-day basis. Choosing when to get up. 
choosing when not to get up, choosing whether you're going to brush your teeth or what clothes to wear or how you're going to get to work or what you're going to eat for lunch or blah, 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 blah. All of these decisions, you're not indecisive. You make decisions every single day. We all do. Okay. So get that into your head first. You do make decisions. You and I just struggle with some decisions. And the awareness is when do I struggle with decisions? What kind of decisions do I struggle with? Under what situations do I have an inability to make decisions or make them quickly? Is it when I'm stressed? Is it when I'm hangry? Is it because I am overloaded and burnt out and I've made too many decisions for the day and one more is just inconceivable? That word always makes me think of the princess bride, but back to it. So ask yourself why that is. Why is it certain things that cause you to have an inability to make a decision? Is it because you're afraid of that particular topic or you're just putting it off and you know that if you do deal with it, there's going to be more headache afterwards, or you're just not confident around the topic, or you just have a big pattern of indecision and it's where you're comfortable and you just keep reinforcing that. Whatever it is, really think about what the reason is for your actions. Because there's, if it wasn't meeting some sort of need, good or bad, you wouldn't be doing it. And it doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense, but we all do things for a reason. We just may not always be aware of why we're doing it and what the reason is. And so we need to dig a little deeper and figure some things out. Step number two is language. You know, you know, I'm a huge advocate of using language in a way that helps you rather than harms you. If you keep saying to yourself, I'm not good at making decisions, I'm indecisive, it's never been my strong suit, whatever, then you're going to reinforce that identity within yourself, conscious, subconscious, unconscious. So what you need to do is to, when you catch yourself, thoughts or actual words that you say to other people, where you could just casually mention off the cuff, like, oh my God, it's so hard for me to make decisions. The more you say that, the more you repeat it, the stronger that anchor becomes in your identity. And we're all about expanding our identities, right? Nothing is the same. Nothing is immovable. We can all change. We just have to be intentional about it, right? So change your language. Like I said, you make decisions every single day and remind yourself of that. Say, I make decisions all the time. I can make this decision. And it may not feel comfortable, but the more that you say it, the more that you even just stay at a neutral where you're just like, maybe I could make decisions. Sometimes I make decisions quickly. Sometimes I don't. That is a lot better. And that is a big step up from saying, I'm bad at making decisions. I'm indecisive. Indecisiveness is just me. That's who I am, right? That's a fixed mentality. We are not about fixed mindsets here. We are all about growth mindsets. So that's number two. Number three is refocus your priorities. And again, 
coming from someone who spent way too much time trying to figure out which color spatula. By the way, if you would like to know, I now have a blue digital thermometer, which I love, and a burgundy rubber spatula. They don't match. My cookware is red. And guess what? I don't give a fuck. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Just think about it. It is literally on in the grand scheme of things, who the fuck cares about the color of my meat thermometer or the color of my spatula? Does it really matter? No, of course not. But we get so bogged down with these little details because we think everything is important. We think everything matters because we forget how much more there is outside of us, right? Making decisions, especially when, let's say you're coming up on a home renovation project and all these things, or you're taking on something at work, or you're trying to deal with your kids and their school and your elderly parents, et cetera. Everything is going to tug and tug at your attention and everything is going to feel like it's urgent, right? Oh my God, what flavor of cupcakes am I going to bake for the the school bake sale? Oh my God, oh my God, how am I going to make this decision? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you extrapolate and extrapolate. Let's take a deep breath. Inhale and exhale. And just remember that there are bigger things to worry about in life than meat thermometer colors, than which yogurt flavor to get when your favorite one is sold out, or what you're going to do if the electrical socket cover that you ordered doesn't come in the two days that you expected it was going to come. Do these things really, 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 truly matter in the grand scheme of things? When you're laying on your deathbed, you're going to be like, oh my God, fuck that electrical socket, man. It's going to plague me for the rest of my life. I wish I just, you know, made a decision. No, of course not. Right. So let some things go. Find a way to let some of that go. It is okay. You'll figure this out. It's totally, totally okay. Just trust, trust and believe. Okay. So next one is consider the consequences. What is the trade-off? Here's the thing. I am a extremely efficient person when I want to be. I'm the type of person that I don't like to spend extra time doing something if I know it can be done in a shorter amount of time. So imagine my surprise when I realized that I was my own worst enemy. I was just literally wasting my own time by being indecisive, by ruminating and going over and over and over in my head about what it was that I needed to do, that I knew that I needed to make a decision, and it was completely against my nature. And also, can you imagine how much extra time you'd be able to save for work or play or quality time with friends and family if you were able to make decisions faster like that, right? Just say, I know what I want and I know what I don't want and I'm going to go with this. And here's the next level. 
it is less about the decision than it is about whether you believe you'll be able to handle the consequences of the decision that you do make, whether you'll be able to navigate the waters of what happens once you say, I'm going to go with that choice. And then if it backfires, if it was not the choice that you probably should have made at the time, do you believe in yourself enough to say, I am going to figure it out, even if I don't make the choice that perhaps is the most beneficial for me? And I don't want to necessarily say the wrong choice. Sometimes there is a wrong choice, but sometimes there are no bad choices. There are just options. So remember it is not always about the decision. It is about the mindset. It is always about the mindset you have when you make the decision and the mindset that you rely upon afterwards. Okay. And the last one is I want you and I want all of us with decision making. It's not about, okay, here, make decisions, make decisions. This is about actively participating in your own life. I was so freaking passive when it came to every aspect of my life at one point. You know, oh, what should we eat for dinner? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Whatever you want. Oh, where should we go for vacation? Oh, I don't really, you know, I'm, I'm good with everything. When in fact, I was not good with everything. I surely had preferences, but I didn't voice them. I was hiding. I was people pleasing. I was being passive. I wasn't engaged. I wasn't being intentional. I wasn't living my own life. And then I was wondering like, why do I feel like I'm not myself? Why do I feel like I've lost who I truly am? This is not just purely about decision-making. It is about actively participating in your own life, knowing what you want, or at least getting a little bit closer to figuring out who you are so that your decisions and your life and your trajectory lines up with where you want to be and who you are and who you want to be in the future. So just keep that in mind. This is so much more than indecisiveness. This is about your future. Like I said before in the fear episodes, right? The better you get at making little decisions on a day-to-day basis, the better that you get at confronting fear, the small fears on a day-to-day basis, when it really matters, that's when the preparation comes in because you've spent all this time beforehand making these small decisions, confronting these small fears that when you're like, man, am I going to take this job halfway across the world? or wow, this relationship is getting serious. Are we going to move to the next step? Or, hey, I think I'm ready to move to the new chapter of my life and maybe I'm going to have to change careers. Or, wow, I think that spiritually I am ready for a new beginning. Where do I go from here? Those are big decisions in your life not you know rubber spatulas and what you're going to cook for dinner so there you have it first 
Remember, indecision is a decision. You already make a ton of decisions in your life. Every single day, you can make one more and you can make it quickly, but you have to remember, number one, be aware of what's causing you to be indecisive. Number two, reinforce the positive language. You do make decisions. You can make decisions and you can deal with the consequences of the decisions that you do make. Number three, refocus your priorities. It is not that big of a deal if you really, really think about it. Okay. Make a decision, move on. Number four, consider the consequences. What are the trade-offs? And number five, and the most, most important one, actively participate in your own life. This is about you and your future and the future of your family and the future of the generations beyond you. Okay. So that's all folks. I hope that you get to make a crap ton of decisions this week and going forward. I know that you will. And if I can overcome this, if I can get better at making decisions, so can you. I know it seems like everyone's like, if I can do it, so can you, but it's so true. It really, really, really is 45 minutes to choose a freaking spatula. Okay. I'm exactly where you are and I've been there, but we can get better. Remember that we can always get better. We can always improve. Nothing about you is fixed. You can do this. All right. So have a wonderful week. I will see you next week on the next episode. Please DM me on Instagram at Purpose Filter if you have any topics that you'd like to hear about. If you are struggling with something and I can help you with it, I'd be more than happy to chat with you or record an episode or anything like that. And as always, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. That was our show for today. Thank you so much for allowing us to spend some time together. If you like what you heard and you haven't already, please share with a friend, subscribe, rate, and write a review. You can follow us on Instagram at PurposeFilter and on our website, PurposeFilter.com. Join me next time for another episode. And thanks for listening.